everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Pure Dead PlayStation. I'm your host Donnie and this week's episode couldn't have landed at a better time. It's almost like I planned being a week late with rumours of a state of play. I'm not that clever. And what a state of play it was, amassing 16 games and over 40 minutes long last night's show proved to be a cracker. Here to discuss their thoughts and impressions, I'm happy once again to be joined by Luke Steele and crawling out of his dungeon, our very own VR master, Jamie, is here too. Gentlemen, welcome. How are you both doing? Very well. Grand, yeah, very good. I delighted to be uh, out of the dungeon. Good, good. It's always nice when you get let out, isn't it? Oh, aye, yeah, yeah. The, the the chain the chain marks on my wrist. <laughs> and you've got an empty this weekend again, haven't you? I do. I do. The kids, the the kid, uh, the kids. I mean, the kid, plural, singular, rather. Oh, is a is a way. That's a that's a wee mare already, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I know. My wee empty this weekend. Um, I'll send out the invite later. Excellent. Excellent. To who? To me? Oh, oh hell no. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have your own day, because you'll just, you'll just collect all the dirt and dish I would never leave. It. I would never leave your house, Jamie. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're right. <laughs> and Luke, you're well? Yes, I'm very well. Thank you. Yes. Uh, sorry, I think I've got my desktop audio recording as well. <laughs> I just noticed. Oh, um, that's fine. I'm going to mute that. There we go. Good. As long as the data is recording, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Everything else is uh, it's just just that. Uh... Anyway, uh, I'm very well. Yes. Thank you. Good. 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 So, gentlemen, I got you here because last night there was a state of play, and I wanted to talk about it because why not? That's what we like doing best. Um. So before we kind of dive into each game and go through them all, just kind of wanted to gauge. Listen, Luke, I'll come to you first, mate. Kind of, what was your kind of initial overall thoughts on on the forty three minutes that you saw? I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was one of the the best uh, state of plays they've done. Um, yeah, I think something for everyone in there, which is always great. <clears throat> Lots of very high quality stuff as well. Um, would have liked a few more indie games. Um, that that was the only kind of negative I had on it, really. Um, but uh, yeah, very very good. Um, lots of things that I'm very interested in, which we'll we'll get onto. Um, so uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, same, same. It's um, it's looking like an expensive year again, isn't it? Already, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just uh, it's it's there's no end in sight. And yourself, Jamie, kind of you know overall thoughts. Yeah, um, very much like what Luke's saying there. Um, there, there isn't really much else to say. It was a it was a cracking show, one of the best that they've done for a while. Um, barring maybe the ones where they they focus on one particular game and you get to see a, like a deep dive. Um, I think they crammed in a lot in that forty three minutes. Um, and there was a couple of games there that they showed off that I'd maybe never seen before that have actually piqued my interest. So I'm, I'm quite it's good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I know yeah, you've got agreed, one there, yeah. one that you'll talk about later that I'm, I'm also looking forward to. So. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the, you know, 15 games or 16 games, um, or technically 17 if you want to split hairs, but 16 games into 43 minutes. And they crammed, and especially when they gave Kojima-san nine minutes. Mm. So they did cram a lot in, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So uh, more on that later. <laughs> um, aye, no, I I, I, I think they, they it ticked a lot of boxes. You're right, Luke, there was something there for everyone. 
Yeah, lack of indies. I think that's a valid point. But I think last year and and the year before as well, there was those state of plays that were just dedicated to indies, or for mm. the most part. So yeah. there may be in mind again that they'll get their own, which I think, which I think is good. By the way, you know, I know we all yeah. want the AAA stuff and the big bangers, but you know, these sort of indie state of plays are are pretty good. So there's maybe that in mind as well, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, there was certainly lots and lots to sink our teeth into. I mean, the show got off to what I feel was a good start. Again, I know that, Luke, you're excited for Jamie. I don't know if you've got your pre-ordering yet, but I know mm-hmm. that you're kind of on it. I'm on the fence just because I'm waiting for the review and I'll kind of come to that why. But Helldivers 2 started the show, um, which obviously we all know Arrowhead's kind of follow up to the first game, which I know, like I said, Luke, you're a big fan mm-hmm. of. So it was uh, BMG, who's guested on here as well. Obviously, the game's now going third person, out on the 8th of February. I thought what they showed, get, this game just looks so much fun. Yeah. Everything that they show, I think, just gets better and better. And of course, the surprises with the uh, post-launch content of mechs coming, which was a nice surprise for everyone. Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't understand why more people aren't talking about this. I feel as though like on our Discord, Jamie, like me and you are the only two people talking about it. Like No one else seems to be. And I'm looking at this trailer again going... What are people not seeing here mm. that we are? You know, I think this looks great. Um, yeah, so Luke, did, have you you have pre-ordered it, haven't you? Uh, I haven't pre-ordered it, but I will be picking it up. Uh, but you will one. be, yeah. yeah. And Jamie? Yeah. yeah, I've got the pre-order in. Yep. You've got it in as well, You have faith. <laughs> I mean, the, the, on, the only reason I'm on the fence, and, it, and it's not because I'm, I'm not trying to be a, rev, uh, uh, a review score whore, because you know, you know, I went to bat for Forspoken, for God's sake. So um, it's just because I know that a lot of this game is based on community challenges and campaigns based on the whole community kind of getting together and, and, and grinding out, you know, wins against, you know, other factions and whatever else. I understand that premise. My worry is, is that if it doesn't review even early 80s, if it's in that 70s, I think it could get overlooked. And my mm. worry then is if it's overlooked, you know what people are like, if it's not in the 80s, they won't buy it. And there's me saying it myself. I worry it'll get overlooked by people. And then if it's not got the numbers, that whole we're in it together campaign will kind of lose its kudos a bit. That's a bit that worries me, but mm. I, may be, I may be a bit out there. So yeah, Luke, take it away, mate. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's fair. Um, there's always a bit of a risk uh nowadays for any any um service game right um you just don't know what's going to catch on and what what isn't um yeah it looks like this should be at least moderately successful in that it should have a a decent player base but i've no idea how it's going to perform really don't have a clue um it's coming to pc day one as well which will help um Yes, but if I don't know the extent to which it will, you know, really get a, a good number of players, I just I just don't know that. Um, it's a good price. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not a full price game. I think it's thirty nine ninety nine in the UK. Thirty five. Uh, thirty five. Yeah. So yep. yeah, good price. Um, it will. You know, I think they'll be hoping someone picks this up into all those some people pick this up in terms of uh streaming and then it catches on that way um but yeah i I know what you mean it's kind of like even though playstation have shown this quite a lot you know every state of plays of a um you know uh, video events that they've had um blog posts all of that stuff it doesn't seem like there's a huge deal of 
buzz for it, which is a bit concerning, but maybe that's perception yes. rather than reality, you know? Um, so No, I, I think you've got a point. I, I was I was saying the same kind of last week, you know, like they released that that video um on the blog last week, maybe ten days ago, which mm. I thought was brilliant and I shared it amongst a few people. And I think that that video probably did a lot of good to a lot of people, wow, this actually looks great. But it just feels though I was when I when I heard about the state of play when I tweeted you and BMG, my assumption was it was just a hell diver slash foam star. I didn't re- I had no idea it was going to be this big thing. I yeah. assumed it was this is for hell divers slash foam stars. That was mm. what it was. It'd be twenty minutes long, covering these two games that are out in the next ten days. Obviously, it became bigger, but yeah, I don't think there's a massive marketing push, which is is possibly is possibly worrying. Is that concerning you at all, Jamie, or are you just meh? <laughs> well, I'm too late I'm now. Good. Pre-ordered it. Um, <laughs> you can cancel. You can cancel. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I'm optimistic. Um, that it does. Apparently, it's launching with crossplay as well with Pete for PC. I just double checked that because I wasn't going to commit to it without researching it. Really, um, I think Luke, you've made a fantastic point. It's not a full price game. Um, I think maybe even. If it wasn't for Foam Stars, I think there's maybe even a chance they could have launched it on the Plus, but maybe it was too high, high uh, like AAA for that. I don't yeah. know. I think, yeah. as you said, if the community gets behind it, you know what, like these kind of games as a service, a lot of it hinges on the end game content and how they're going to keep people coming back to it. Like, what is the point in me logging into this game? And yeah. I think a lot of it hinges on that. But as I say, it's thirty five quid. Um, it, I don't think I'm going to be buying many games for the next couple of months. So for me, this is Christmas money. So personally, cool. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm jumping in. Cool. Yeah. No, I it. I mean, it's not far away. Obviously, as, as we're recording, it's a week today. Mm. It comes out. Um, presumably, review scores will be Tuesday. If it's any later than that, that's probably a concern. Um, so yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what the next week brings. But I'm still excited for it. And again, you know, we're talking about the trailer from 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 last night's state of play. I thought the trailer sold it very very well, and the uh, the post launch content does look good. So yeah, let's do. Being optimistic. Yeah. Be optimistic, like Jamie says. <laughs> Speaking of optimistic, moving on, Stellar Blade was shown next, and my God, have I ever never 180 on a game so quickly i went from complete no interest in this in remotely interested to going day one i thought this looked fucking outstanding um but i thought the character models looked really good i got a lot of cyberpunk vibes world design was especially good as well a few people commented on this i thought the music holy shit that soundtrack was fantastic um it's like negative i I didn't think that the lip syncs didn't look too great but it could be slightly older builds as well do you know what i mean those things could be tweaked or it could just be the way it is often that is the case and i'm sure if callum's listening he'll be telling us right now play it in japanese anyway or korean in this case so um (laughs) the purists out there but um yeah i thought this was a fantastic Absolutely fantastic trailer. Uh, pre-orders go live next Wednesday, the seventh, I think it is, and obviously the game goes live on April twenty-sixth. Were you guys pre-interested in Stellar Blade? Now, kind of, where's where's are you on the same level as me? Where are you at? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I was interested in it anyway. Um, I was a bit skeptical because obviously it's from a developer that we've not really seen before, and I think this is their first. Um, triple a game 
So always, you, you kind of always take some of this with a, a pinch of salt, but I think the moment Sony picked it up and kind of ran with it under SIE was the moment you kind of think, well, it has to have something to it, right? Because they're yeah. not just going to pick up publishing for, for a game otherwise. Um, and then as they've, you know, shown it, um, it's always looked great to me. I think it's, it looks really good visually. Um, it's running Unreal. Um, it's a character action game. We don't really get many of those these days. You know, they're, they're quite few and far between. Um, and um, it just, yeah, interesting world. It kind of reminds me, the world, if anybody remembers the old... Um, I can't remember what it was called, but they did that Final Fantasy tech demo back in the day. I think it was for PlayStation 3, and it was set in a world that was quite similar to this. And it always looked really interesting and really cool. And obviously they never made a Final Fantasy game based on that concept. Uh, mm. But it really reminds me of that. Um, and it kind of reminds me as well of um, Nier Automata. Um, yes. You know, that kind yeah. of... Um, post-apocalyptic world heavy, heavy robotics emphasis and and i mean that's one of the best games i think i've ever played so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be too um comparative because i think that's unfair but yeah, i think it's going for that kind of that tone character action but story focused um yeah so yeah it, lo- it looks really good um i'm not a great fan of the the design of the protagonist um you know it's kind of kind of jarring and out of out of kilter with um the, the rest of the world but i think you can change outfits and stuff uh, i think yes you know, she's completely I, there's customizable of, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's lots of outfits as as the internet has, has, yeah, as the internet has uh, painstakingly <laughs> shown in slow motion and or stills yes. um oh, so yes. yeah agree with the lip sync um that was a bit off it was also quite jarring here them to hear them being you know receive pronunciation english as well Mm -hmm. that was quite jarring i don't really expect that but you know i'll get on with that it's fine combat looks great um obviously it's the the main uh you know part of this game so yeah i'm looking forward to it i'll definitely pick it up yeah jamie what was your thoughts on the on the trailer um i went from zero interest to to somewhat interest (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah um i i wasn't i'm not a fan of i've I've mentioned it a few times i'm not really a fan of 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 eastern kind of rpg type games uh, the art style i don't know i just don't gel with it that said this looks awesome um the level of detail um and i know you mentioned like character models and stuff like that but yeah the the way they've designed the protagonist in the sense that like the way their their hair behaves in the wind and stuff like that just the level of detail and the way our clothes sway and things they've they've done a lot of really small little intricate touches that i really like so it does have a big it has this like kind of triple a feel to it um that i think you were saying it was their first triple a game is it mm-hmm. um cuz this lo- doesn't look like their first triple a game um this looks yeah. like it's been made by a, a, a really kind of talented team of veterans um i i i would definitely say that um i will play it because yeah. there's there's enough there that looks awesome but i'm not going to run out and buy it day one no that's fair enough you know the thing is that the fact that you're more interested in going from zero like i was Aye. the trailer's done its job Oh, yeah, 100%. That's, that's yeah. the whole, isn't it? That's so, the yeah, point so, of it, yeah. That's, yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, there's nothing stopping you waiting six months and grabbing it for 40 quid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really confident in this game. And I just want, I just want to hear that music again. Yeah, Fuck, that was good. The music that was, was so really good. good. Like, mm-hmm. And loads of people said the same thing, even in our Discord as well, um, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
good. Yeah, no, Stellar Blade, really excited for it. And, I'm saying uh, that now, but they know what I'm like with FOMO, I'll end up like. Oh, yeah, you're as bad as me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be straight in day one. The, the, del- <laughs> the deluxe edition will be pre-ordered. Absolutely. Absolutely. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we then got Sonic Shadow Generations. Um, listen, I, I, I'm I'm a Sonic fan. When I was seven years old, I've no interest in anything modern day Sonic. Don't know if, if there's anything there for you boys at all. Nope. I thought it looked good. I thought it looked good, but it's a Sonic game, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aye, I'm out. But listen, I, you know the, the Sonic games in the last couple of years they've done reasonably well. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing that you know if you are a Sonic fan, I think yeah, I'm guessing Shadow being in it is a big thing these days still. So aye, listen, if it's for you, great. Sure There's going to be an audience for it. There'll be a, there'll absolutely, be a, yeah, 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 just not for me, not for me. I mean, we didn't get much from the from the trailer anyway, obviously. Um, we then got Zoneless Zen Zero. Um, now, I've known about this game for about a year. Um, it's basically a, a new gacha game from MiHoYo, um, who are obviously Genshin and Honkai fame. So, you know what the game is. You know what it's going to be like. Um, I remember last year there was beta tests and things, and it was, and some of the previews were all very, very positive. There's, there's a lot riding on this game, I think. Um, certainly a lot of budget riding on it. My issue with Zoneless Zen Zero is is that I feel as though a lot of these games are just moulding into one now. That if you were to line up, for example, Genshin, Honkai, Star Rail, Zoneless Zen Zero, um, if you were to line them all up and play them all back to back, could you pick out which one was which at any point? I just feel they're all much and such, and there's clearly a massive market for it. Whether it's in the whether it's in the Western world, pass. But it looks good. The combat does look good. But I'm just struggling to separate any of these games anymore. But I was close to picking this for my uh, for my fantasy draft because I know that there's a lot of positivity about it, so it could land big style. And Honkai was massive as well. That that kind of talks to the to the, the point I'm, uh, that I was potentially attempting to make earlier on is a lot of these games look too similar. They have that yep. particular art style, um, and I get why they do it. And, and, and obviously, there is an audience out there because they're so they're so bloody popular, and they have yep. been for decades. So, if you enjoy it, great. I don't. So it's a skip for me yep. that one. Mm-hmm. It's. Yep. I mean, I'm guessing it's going to be. Free to play, but I don't actually know. So don't quote me on that. Um, but I don't know. I was I was close to trying out Honkai. I know I know Tam in the Discord. He absolutely loves it. Um, I was close to trying it out, but it's just they're so big and there's so much to it. And if, especially if it's if it's gacha, you need to give up a lot of time and money and get your investment. And it's yeah, the market's there for it. It's mm-hmm. just it's it's not really landing with me. Even though, listen, you know, you know me, I love my JRPGs, but mm, yes, uh, Luke, sorry, you were going to say, <laughs> yeah, no, it um, it was one of the it's one of those games where I see it and I just instantly groan. You know, like when you get those games that you see, like because it's been a lot of <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's popped up at the Game Awards recently as well. And I was just kind of like, oh, it's yes, it's this game again. Um, so whenever you see them, it's a toilet break. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think that's what I did actually. I think that's yeah. legitimately what I did. Um, so uh, yeah, it looks okay, but I, I just don't really have much interest in it at all. So it's a yeah, yeah it's a toilet break game that one. 
Yeah. If like I said, if 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 you're into that sort of game, this mm. I think would look fantastic to you. Mm. You know, in, in in the same way, you know, if you like Call of Duty, every Call of Duty that comes out looks amazing, yeah, doesn't exactly. it? It's yeah. it's the same thing, isn't it? It's horses for courses. Cool. Who's all excited for Foam Stars? I'm foaming at the mouth. Foam stars. Woo! Um, Watch this be yeah. like the sleeper hit of the year, eh? Like a game, oh, of listen, the ge- game of the generation or something like that. I'm adding it to my library because you know fine in a month's time yeah. we're all going to be steaming on the discords and be like, who's playing Foam <laughs> Stars? And we'll all jump on, grown-ass men, and we'll all fucking love it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, now, listen, you know, I, I, I again, a bit like the, the former, I think there's a market for this in the East. They're going to fucking love This game's going to be massive. I have no doubt about it, especially when it's quote-unquote free on PS Plus. This is going to be huge in a market in the same way that Splatoon is massive in a market. No one plays Splatoon here, really. But it's a market. And mm-hmm. I think it'll be huge. But I don't know anybody that's excited for this at all. Yeah. And I know there was a lot of there was a lot of hmm about the AI stuff, even though it looks to be pretty minimal use of AI. That it's funny how people are instantly put off with that, which I love, by the way. Yeah, I mean I I mean I'm a big fan of Splatoon actually. I really enjoy it, but I don't know if we I don't like I'm not really interested in playing a Splatoon like you know what I mean? Um even though this got very I remember it got very positive previews from the people who went hands on. Yes, um, it did. Yeah. VGC in particular were were like this mm-hmm. is ridiculously good from what we played. Um so it looked at least competent, you know, like a, a fun game. I just personally I don't I don't know if it will take off. I think it's it it just depends. Um it is free, which is great, but I think I mean, it's not even coming to PC, I don't think, day one, which is a bit limiting, to be honest. You know, I thought we'd gone gone past the days where we had just pure um, console-exclusive multiplayer games. Um, So uh, I don't don't know how successful it will be. Um, But then again, I didn't think Power World would be very successful, and look (laughs) at that. So you just, you know, you you don't know, right? So um, it might take off. Who knows? Mm. It might do. It might do, yeah. I said I, I I think so, but in a market that we're not in. Yeah. But we shall see. But you're right though, the previews were very, very positive. Yeah. I think I think they shocked uh, a lot of folk that actually the, the previews. I think yeah. a lot of people were yeah. taken taken by surprise with how, how fun the gameplay actually was. Yeah. I mean, let's not beat around the bush. When that was announced, you know, seven, eight months ago, we all pissed ourselves laughing. <laughs> At this, like, what the fuck? And then you start taking it a bit more seriously when it starts getting positive mm. previews. You go, well, okay, fair enough. Give it its dues then. If it's mm-hmm. if it's fun to play for certain people, then great, you know. Um, there's no point beating it down, you know. But, yeah, we shall see. We'll see. Um, next up was a nice surprise. And I've been wanting to play Dave the Diver for fucking ages because... Everyone I know that's played this game loves it. Craig absolutely loves it. Other people, everyone, everyone that plays this game absolutely loves it. And it's coming to PlayStation in April. And we've also got a surprise Godzilla (laughs) DLC coming in May as well, which is free, by the way, which is nice. It's a free DLC. Um, Have either of you guys played Dave the Diver? Luke, you're on Steam a lot. Yeah, I've I've played it, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Thoughts? It's, it's really good. I think, um, yeah, ev- everybody says the same thing because it's, it's really good. It's very surprising um, because you play it and you think, oh, this is quite simple. You know, um, the going fishing by day and then by night you're on a, a sushi restaurant um and uh like there's this kind of mechanics related to all that and then slowly but surely like they'll just drop this whole other mechanic on you and it's like oh okay so i'm now doing three things rather than two and then suddenly it's mm-hmm. four and before you know it you're doing like you know 15 different things that you can fit in during a day it's it's really clever actually it's very deep um good so uh yeah i think people will will enjoy this and uh they did a a collaboration recently with um dredge which was also free which again is really inspired idea and this one was just as soon as i heard the music i was like okay this is really cool um (laughs) so yeah it's a great you get you can get tons of hours out of this game as well like for the price it's very good value for money um yeah so yeah um it just keeps being successful it's a real real good success story yeah we've we've all kind of been patiently waiting for this to come to console i'm assuming it's going to xbox as well mm. um but i've a lot of people waiting for this what about you jamie are you are you excited for it or is it uh, yeah based based on the word of mouth eh, alone uh, i think i'm gonna add it to library in april uh, i think yeah. it's it does it has that really quirky kind of art style as well um yeah i'm looking forward to it i think i'll give it a bash yeah because i'm just gonna check just now what price is it on Steam. It's uh, like Steam. Uh, twenty pounds. The diver. They twenty dollars, yeah, twenty yeah. quid. Some even, well, in fact, seventeen pound. Um, so it's probably going to be nineteen ninety nine on the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, fuck, you can't go wrong. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, um, it's definitely worth that. Yeah, support those indie devs. <laughs> <laughs> We won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm glad you're excited as well. Uh, next up, one of the highlights for me, actually, and I had never heard of this game. I, I'm, I'm miles away from the PC and, and Steam world, so that's there's, it's my ignorance there. But we saw a game called V Rising, um, which is a survivor ARPG. So you're, you're, you're a vampire set in different biomes. And I saw this and I was like, holy fuck. This looks unbelievable. Um, it comes your way from Stunlock, from Stunlock Studios and uh, Level Infinite, which for those who don't know is Tencent, which may or may not put you off as well. That's the only thing. Um, but I thought this looked fantastic. It's obviously, I was getting you know Diablo vibes, which obviously I've been loving in the last year. Um, it's got base building and survival mechanics, which look really cool. Different biomes set in different you know worlds. And I'm all over this. It looks so fucking good. I checked it on Steam earlier on. It went to Early Access May last year. And it's currently got a very positive rating in Early Access with 67,000 reviews. So this game is so fucking popular. I'd never even heard of it. So I am all over this day one. I'm so glad games like this are coming to console. Consoles have missed ARPG, CRPGs, you know, games like Baldur's Gate 3 mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, Diablo coming to consoles is great for us peasants. Um, and this looks another cracker. So again, I'll come to you, Luke. With yeah. you being the Steam man, is that a game in your wheelhouse? Are you aware of it? Or uh, so I've not played it. Uh, I've been aware of it uh, since probably two months after it came out because it it really did take off uh, at the time on Steam, and there's a lot of word of mouth about it. Um, it was always always featured as well on um, you know Steam's front page. 
Um, so it's uh, and and if you think about it again, I mean, it's just a testament to how popular these you know a game is on PC that has any kind of survival element or base building. Yes. Like you, you stick that in and you can really do well uh, if your game's even just decent or, you know, not very good in the case of maybe a recent game. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, the ARPG stuff in this has always interested me, but I just don't like survival or base building. So I never picked it up for that reason. Ah, see, I do. Um, you see. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you like that and you like ARPGs, then this is really going to hit, I think for you. Yep. Um, Definitely. But, but I think if you only like one of those things, I'd, I would imagine, um, and I've not played it, but I would imagine that you know it's, it's probably not as enjoyable. Yeah, I actually, I actually went on earlier when I, when I was on Steam. I thought I'll just cause this, you know, the Mac that I work on just now, it's not a, you know, it's not a gaming machine in any way. Mm-hmm. I thought I'll just see will this game run. Nope, it will not. I was like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> let me just check. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, okay. Um, Jamie, would it, would anything from V Rising for you, or not your cup of tea? Um. So, had you asked me that pre-Diablo, I would have said no. But Diablo 4 last year has completely changed how I look at these kind of games. Mm. Um, I never knew anything about it, never heard of it, and it's gone right to the top of my list for something that I'm really looking forward to now as well. Um, Yeah, no, it seems to tick a lot of the boxes there. Um, Just loved what I saw from it. And yeah, I'm going to keep a really close eye on that. Yeah, good. I mean, I don't think we got, I'm just checking here, it just said 2024, and we didn't yeah. get anything more specific than that, which is fair enough, listen, I get it, you know, when you're, like I say, when, when you're a small team, it's a small team with a, in a obviously a very, very big pond, um, if it's still in early access on Steam, I'm guessing that's a priority anyway, so, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this year it does land, because, yeah, I'm really, really excited for this, and I think if those Steam reviews are anything to go by, this could be a, a, a massive hit, for mm-hmm. sure. Next up, a surprise. PlayStation can do shadow drops. <gasps> you know, they're so important. So important. Silent Hill got a short message, and Jamie, you've played a bit of it. I did. I downloaded. Um, I keep wanting to call it short massage. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, well, with you, know. it is a short massage. <laughs> well, that's a short something else, but anyway, I um, fired it up. I do like myself a wee first person horror I thought we'll give it a go, see what like Um, started taking notes when I started playing it because holy shit it went downhill quick Um, it's okay well, it's okay. Um, it it, it kicks you. Out. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go into a long rant and rave about it because obviously I'll, I'll, I'll avoid spoilers. But what I would say is that it does do a good job of like creating a horror, like a scary atmosphere, kind of similar mm-hmm. to the like say Resident Evil Seven and Village and 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 then PT, which is obviously ironically Silent Hills as well. Um, the audio is excellent, so it does a good job of creating that atmosphere, but then you start to try and walk around the environment and the frame rate tanks. It goes from 60 to easily, like I would say it points at sub 25 FPS. Um, right, wow. It's, it is free, remember, of course, but it's jarring and it kind of puts you off. Um, there's also this really irritating motion blur. Um, that's on the on the on the game that you can you cannot switch it off. I think they've tried to chuck that in just to kind of hide the dodgy frame rate. Um, there's not much gameplay. Uh, it's a little bit of a walking simulator. Uh, the only kind of gameplay is just interacting with the environment, uh, reading stuff, and then moving on to the next room, reading stuff, and moving on to the next room. Um, 
but I mean, there are positives there. As I say, it does create a good atmosphere, um, and some people will love this. Maybe people who who just want a cheap a cheap thrill, <laughs> I suppose a cheap mm-hmm. horror thrill. Um, and, and and the graphically, it does look okay, but the performance is shocking at points. Mm-hmm. It really is, um, and it's very linear. Very, I said on the Discord, it's all, it's almost like an interactive story as opposed to a fully fledged game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's. I've only played thirty minutes of it, and I've got tons of notes <laughs> from the, my first thirty minutes. <laughs> um, if you, if, if there is a trigger warning at the very start as well, it talk, there is a lot of. Um, it deals with a lot of rough subjects such as suicide, self harm, bullying, and such like, um, okay. and it beats you over the head with that. Like it's not subtle in the slightest. Um, so I'll, I'm going to see how it plays out, um, but it's free. So yeah, 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 and it's. I mean, it's there. It's there as a as a market employee for Silent Hill Two, which obviously was shown as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I, I said, I'm, I'm not a massive survival horror fan anyway. I, I can put Resident Evil up or down. I, I don't really care for them. wasn't a massive fan. I don't even think I played much over any of Silent Hill 1 and 2. Um, not, not in my wheelhouse. But I didn't think that much of what we saw with Silent Hill 2, to be honest with you. And I've seen a few bits of negativity regarding what we saw last night. But I do get that that is the game as well, so I'm not trying to read too much into it and trying to be not trying to beat it down or anything by any means. Um, Look, you know, mm-hmm. what's your kind of? I mean, did you play the short message and kind of where are you with sort of Silent Hill? And what did you think of the Silent Hill Two trailer then? Yeah, so I mean, I'm a big survival horror fan and probably an even bigger Silent Hill fan. So the fact that it's okay. coming back at all is is really great, uh, and I'm happy about that. Uh, to some extent um the short message is super interesting i've not played it i've downloaded it i'm gonna go and play it probably after we're done here um it's very interesting because it, it leaked a while ago and um everybody sort of assumed that it was going to be like a lead-in to another product not silent hill 2 but you know a, a standalone game and a while back, a couple of years now, I remember there were, there were quite heavy rumours that Sony Japan, when it was still around, were working on a Silent Hill game and that um, this kind of formed part of it. Um, and obviously, you know, Japan Studios was, was closed and we never heard anything anything about it. And um, and then this comes out, kind of comes out of the blue. It was rated um, a little while ago. And, um, you know, the way they were describing it, it did seem like there was some relationship there between konami and sony on on this project and then it they just kind of release this thing and it's just like a standalone like concept of silent hill for a modern audience effectively and i just find that such a weird product even though it's free you know what i mean like uh you know to have something that's a, a very short experience um that doesn't actually lead to anything at all really it's it's more of a you know here's here's kind of a a proof of concept for a, a, a modern day Silent Hill game. Um, I just found that very weird. Um, but I, yeah, I think, you know, to Jamie's point, I saw a lot of people online complaining about uh, performance issues as well, saying it was, it did not perform well, uh, which is never really that good. Um, so uh, I will play it and I'll see what it's like. But um, 
yeah, just kind of I don't know, weird, weird thing. Um, it is weird. That that is probably the best way I can describe it from what I've played so far. Is it's it's I know what you're being like as well from the concept of what it even is. Yeah, but when you play it. I just find the a whole experience quite weird, and it's maybe mm. meant to be like that. It is a yeah, mystery maybe. at the end of the day. It's meant to unsettle you. I wouldn't say too much, obviously, if you're away to jump off and play it. Mm. Um, end of the day, you might love it. I've yeah, seen maybe. some people. I've seen some people rant about it, saying it's a ten out of ten on Twitter. <laughs> um, I've seen other people. Uh, uh, there's been a, a, a review posted by a by an outlet, and they gave it a four out of ten. Yeah. So, what I would say is it'll be interesting. I'm not. I think Silent Hills 2 Remake's being developed on Unreal Engine 5. Yes, that's right. Um, I can't say from looking at this whether it's Unreal Engine 5. The graphics are very good looking. Mm. But if this is the performance <laughs> that they're yeah. hoping to get out of the full game, they're going to be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on, I mean, Silent Hill 2, oh, this is really, really a bone of contention. Like, it's such an interesting game because, you know, I think most people who are into survival horror games will and, and who've played kind of the broad spectrum of them will probably say that Silent Hill 2 is one of the best survival horror games ever made. Yeah. Um, And and it is. It is. I mean, that's not an objective truth by any means, but I think most people would come to that consensus. Um. And the moment this was announced and they showed the trailer, uh, and before that, I mean, this was over a year ago now, but before that, there were rumours that it was going to be Bloober. And I just kind of put my head in my hands and I was like, why <laughs> why does it have to be Bloober that, that are remaking this? Um, because Bloober are not a good developer at all. Um, they, you know, you might think on paper that this works because Bloober, you know, pretty much exclusively do horror games, but their horror games are um, pretty dull, usually quite good looking, terribly written, really, really atrociously written. Um, and that wasn't particularly going to be an issue for this necessarily because it's you know this is a, a remake so they don't they don't you know they've gone the basis of the story you don't need to change the silent hill 2 story um and uh, so i was optimistic when i first saw it a year ago i thought it looked really nice and i was like okay you know this this could this could be good if they stick to the source and then this trailer and i i totally understand what they're trying to do like they just wanted to it's, it's called silent hill 2 combat trailer they want to show the combat but the combat in the original game wasn't very good it's not a strength mm -hmm. of the series in general like the combat's not great what's great about the game is atmosphere and writing um and the narrative generally um but notwithstanding that i thought it looked rough like really mm, rough yeah. um yeah, that's the, that's it. that's that's what it gave off to me as well yeah the, the combat did not look good at all um it doesn't have to be the best combat in the world but it has to look okay and i don't, I don't feel like it did it looked very placeholdery you know there were kind of some weird not really much impacts when you shoot um enemies the sound effects were very weak there was this awful like 2d blood splatter sprite i don't know if anybody saw that that looked dread looked like complete placeholder stuff and just generally performance did not look good and it just looked it was just a huge disappointment compared to that initial vision um and i was really surprised or maybe not so surprised by the end of that display that they were just like yeah it's coming at some point um you know, because I think everybody thought that this was probably a this year game, you know, coming maybe towards the end or maybe middle. It doesn't look like it's anywhere near 
ready to go. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think the lack of, uh, no date probably reflects that, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I chose it on our fantasy critic league as a counter pick which which basically if anyone doesn't play the, the, the fantasy critic when you counter pick something it means you want it to do badly because mm-hmm. if it scores under 70 you gain points mm-hmm. so you're hoping that one of your you know it's basically going against one of your one of your um mates who have chosen it as their game but i also chose it it wasn't so much to be critical of bloober team it was more the fact that if the game doesn't release i don't lose points and, and looking at the games that were chosen there wasn't much left i thought well silent Hill 2 might not i wasn't confident it was going mm. to land this year I, was, I, I wasn't confident it was going to score that highly with, but it was more about i didn't believe it was going to release this year mm. and we saw obviously hints from from playstation it was releasing this year they they certainly put the message out maybe unintentionally that it was coming this year but uh, if that's if that's a game coming this year there's, there's a it's either old footage old build mm. yeah or there's a lot of polish to be done in the next nine months yeah if, if that's well coming... i mean no, sorry ahead. no no go uh, ahead. you're you're a way you're a way to fire up um just get a right short short message um <laughs> if you fire that up you'll you'll potentially see then in real time the footage that you saw yesterday in that trailer like mm-hmm. that they, they may not be too dissimilar which yeah. is concerning yeah mm. yeah i'm just yeah i mean if, the, if this releases this year it's coming in super hot um because um that that did not that did not look good at all um no. and um and i was i mean silent hill fans are generally predisposed to just you know not expecting anything and and still being disappointed um but you know there were there were always red red flags around this from the beginning given the fact that you know it's with bloober team and it just seems like one of the worst choices you could make to give yeah. a game that's built around very clever psychological horror writing to so um yeah and and who i don't i don't i think bloober have ever, ever done combat either in any of their games um so um yeah um lo i mean i'm i'm rooting for the game i hope it comes out and it's great um but I just, I just don't have great expectations for it. No, which is a shame, given that you're a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, a, I'm a big re- fan of the series. Shame. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a shame, but, yeah. but you know, I mean, you never know, right? Like it, it could, it could be better than than we expect, but it, they should not have shown that. Well, they shouldn't have shown that footage there whether it's old, old build <laughs> yeah. or new build they should not have shown that footage because it was yeah, not it probably didn't help did it <laughs> yeah um next up we got bioshock 4 um which <laughs> apparently is codenamed judas of course i'm being facetious um i'll be honest with you guys i sit in the lonely camp in the corner that doesn't really like Bioshock. And I know, I know you're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that in public because people will shoot you down, but I really don't. And you know, I actually downloaded it last year again and played it for what the first time in what a decade would it be? 15? Yeah, I don't fucking remember. And I'm just I just noped out after about two hours. I'm like, ah, do you know, I ne I was never a big fan of Bioshock. I really wasn't. I feel I do, I have to say, I I feel like I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like Bioshock. And the thought of Judas, and I'm just like, yeah, if that's, if that's your bag, fine, but I feel like I'm the only person. I can understand why you don't like it. Like, I have played the first three, um, and I've thoroughly enjoyed Bioshock, 
I didn't like Bioshock 2 as much, and I thought Bioshock Infinite was a bit overrated. Um, mm. Is my just my personal take on it. I have a, I've a never had any inclination to go back and play Bioshock 1 having, after completing it on Xbox 360. Um, and, yeah, I, I actually bought the the collection uh, I think on PS4 when they re- did the remaster it on PS4 I think they did yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought it and never played it um, because I just I had, it was one of those impulse buys thought oh yeah I'll go back and I, t- I, t- I say that I had no inclination to ever play it again I did fire it up and I, and I got through it uh, maybe the first couple of missions and then again like you say you noped out of it I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it just feels like the co- the combat's quite clunky. Um, it maybe just hasn't aged very well. There are some elements of the gameplay I feel have aged well, but I think now in 2024, you've got so many games that have taken those kind of concepts and improved them. Um, the, like the kind of dual wielding, the, the, I think what they call plasmids or something in the mm. Bioshock. Um, and you've got these this ability kind of dual wield guns and, and special abilities, and that's all been kind of taken maybe by like Arcane Studios and made better. Um, I don't know. I just Judas doesn't really excite me that much. It, it essentially does look like Bioshock in space, as opposed to under the water. And I, I, even right down to the scene in the tra- in the tra- story trailer there, where they smash the window and you're almost getting like blown out into space. Um. I'm sure there's a similar scene in the Bioshock games where they smash a window and water pours in. So it's like, and, and you get swept away in the, in the water. So yeah, for me, it is, it is just basically almost almost feeling like a rehash. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Luke? Were you ever into yeah. Bioshock? Yeah. I a, Judas? Yeah, I, I was a big fan of um, the original. Um, I didn't really get on too well Bioshock 2. And then I really liked uh, Bioshock Infinite, but I think that was a fairly divisive game uh, as far as Bioshock goes. Um, and um, I I do really like the look of this because I think it just, it, yeah, I mean, it just looks like more Bioshock, um, but probably even kookier, you know? Um, and um, there's definitely a place for this sort of game, uh, this kind of... Um, pseudo immersive sim type experience uh with a you know a strong narrative um so i'm looking forward to it i find it quite weird that you know that 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 um ken levine you know left irrational back in the day because he wanted to make smaller games and different games and then formed ghost story and then now his first made game he's made by a shot for um you know it's, uh, had to, you know, and really, you know, effectively tanked Irrational as well uh, by leaving. Um, so I just find that weird, like super weird. Yeah. And, and and we're probably getting another. I, I think we we definitely are getting another Bioshock game, uh, a real Bioshock game. Mm. Um, who knows when that'll come out? But but um, yeah, like uh, I think it looks really good. Um, so we'll we'll see. We'll see how it, you know, I, I, I'm interested to get for people, you know, to see some hands on because I think then we'll get a sense yeah. of how, how different is this? If, if it is at all from classic Bioshock games, how have they evolved that formula? Um, my, my issue with hands on previews is, is the Ken Levine bias. Yeah. I don't yeah, know possibly. if hands on previews will actually give you an accurate representation of the game 
or will it be per you know it's a bit like it's a bit like you know anything that that kojima makes is going to be 10 out of 10 whether it is or not i think there'll be that bias that's the only mm. thing i'll say there because it just seems as though that ken levine can do no wrong in some people's eyes yeah so, very true that's the only thing but hey let's say that's maybe being a bit being a bit negative on the proceedings it's me in the lonely corner by myself not like in judas or bioshock <laughs> Um, the next two games, Jamie. This is where this is where you stand, Tommy. This is where you come in and uh, and do your thing <laughs> because we've got two uh, we've got two VR titles, which is nice. You know, it was nice. Um, it was nice, nice to get a bit of representation for the old VR. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, so the first one, obviously, Metro Awakening came first, which we got. I think was it a rumor or an announcement last week. One of the two landed on Twitter. Um, and then obviously we then got Legendary Tales, which obviously was a sort of like a fantasy first person. Basically looked like a vowed, if I'm being, you know, not trying to be a dick, but that was kind of the, the, the vibes I was getting. So yeah, listen, talk to us about uh, Metro and Legendary Tales. Yeah, Metro was rumoured last week, you're absolutely right. Um, it was one of the many things that added fuel to the fire that it was going to be a state of play. Um, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a PlayStation exclusive, but turns out it's not. It is coming to other Quest. platforms as well, Quest and PC, okay. um, which is fine. Um, due out this year, it's described as a story-driven adventure featuring stealth and action. So essentially, the, the sort of things you would expect from, from the kind of Metro games. I think it's a good fit for VR. I think the, the whole idea, maybe snooping around and kind of scavenging for, for things and, and, and kind of staying in the shadows, uh, stalking your, your, your enemies and, or maybe right up your street, that, well. isn't it? Well, stalking people in the shadows. Yeah. I'm not sure they're the right age route. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, VR also really good for jump scares as well. Which I, do you know what? One of my biggest bugbears about games that feature horror is that they always end with a fucking stupid jump scare in VR. Like honestly, um, I just think it's cheap. But hey, it does it does sell the point, and VR is notoriously difficult to sell in trailer form. Yes, um, the story premise apparently is that it's set in the year twenty twenty eight. Um and set mostly in the tunnels of Moscow where you're fighting mutants. So probably quite accurate to what it is like in the current tunnels in Moscow. Um, <laughs> and the original writers involved as well. In the, so the, it's obviously the, the, the Metro games are, are based around the, the, the Metro 2033 um, and, and novels. Uh, I'm not even going to bother attempting to pronounce the guy's name. Um, and he's involved in the story. For okay. for this, so it's essentially an origin story. Sets up the events of the first game. Cool. So yeah, looking forward to it. The graphics looked awesome. Yeah, um, I thought, I thought really, yeah. really good. Really I got, good. I got Half Life Alex vibes from the from the graphics. Actually, okay. um, not sure if it's running in the. I think it's at the four A engine that they normally use, which yeah. Metro Exodus looked unreal on. Well, no, no pun intended there, but it looked better than Unreal. It was, um, <laughs> I was awaiting, you jumped in before me, I was awaiting that joke. <laughs> I was awaiting dad joke that right up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they've always been good looking games that they've made in, in the Metro mm-hmm. the Metro franchise. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. And um, yeah, Legendary Tales, uh, I've done a wee bit of reading up on that because I've never heard of it. It's uh, a game that's been out on Steam since 2021. Again, has very, very strong reviews there. Um, again, dark oh, fantasy, okay. 
quest driven narrative with skill trees attributes it's basically got quite heavy rpg elements which is nice a lot of these kind of games when i looked at the trailer um a lot of these kind of games are all very samey they're almost like arena style um beat-em-ups Mm-hmm. And they don't go anywhere, whereas this looks like it's actually got a decent story and, and a little bit of customization to it. Uh, Four-player co-op as well, which is nice. And it's they've promised that they're going to use the PlayStation VR 2 specific features. Eye tracking is going to be a feature. Um, they're going to use what's called foveated rendering, which is a way cool. that they use the eye tracking to boost the resolution of the game. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, again, uh, for, the, for the VR fans out there, it is running at a native 90 frames per second rather nice. than rather than using this reprojection thing that gets a lot of people's pants in a twist. Excellent. But yeah, looking forward to that as well. That's out in February the 8th. So I went at the very start of the pod saying ah oh yeah, Helldivers is the only game I'm going to buy and to, I'm forgetting that there's this and then there's Pacific <laughs> Drive. Pacific Drive, <laughs> fuck yeah. As well. I wonder why um, that didn't feature last night. Yeah, they've, hmm. been, they've been showing it off a lot, haven't they? They've, yeah. They have been doing a few, yeah, they've been doing a few, like, kind of standalone I, things. Because that's not far away. No. 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 So it's like hmm. the 20-somethings of February, that I think. It seems like that was missing. How odd. How odd. Okay. Yeah, no, good. Yeah. I mean, Luke, so I remind me, have you got VR or uh, I do. PlayStation VR? Yeah. You do? Got, yeah. Got, yeah, VR too, yeah. 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 I don't, yeah. I don't, um, I don't, I don't use it much, um, even though I do like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Metro is, I thought looked really good. That's maybe something that will convince me to go and use it more. Um, like Jamie said, I got very Half-Life Alex vibes from it. Um, I think it's because it has a mutant that's a bit like a head crab as well. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I, yeah, I think I will probably check that out or at least see what the reviews are like when it comes out. But yeah, that, that could very well be up my alley. Excellent. Um, we then got Dragon's Dogma 2. Now, I, I didn't play Dragon's Dogma 1, to be honest with you. Um, but I think this looks incredible. But there's yeah. a but coming. Um, <laughs> I think every every single shot, every single scene, every single bit of action, everything in this game reeks of AAA until you hear that apparently it's only 30 frames per second. And that can get yeah. fucked because I ain't playing this shit at thirty frames per second. Not with that combat, with that action, that third everything, everything that we saw cannot work in 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 thirty fps. So that's a it's, that's a massive turn off for me because I think this game looks great. And I, I have I have no prior preconceptions of Dragon's Dogma. I don't even know what it's about, what the lore is. I know nothing about it. When I like a good mm. game, when I see a good game that I like, and, and that's I don't really care for it. You know, if if I didn't watch or didn't play or didn't know anything about about the uh, the previous game, so I was all in on this until we heard the rumors about the thirty frames per second. About what was it last month that came out, give or take. Yeah. Very fucking disappointed if that is true. The game comes out in six weeks, no, eight weeks, March twenty second. So it's not far away, and that's yeah, not been confirmed exactly what all the performances are. But it cannot be 30, for fuck's sake, because that game looks too good to be ruined by that. Um, so if, yeah. it, if, they, if they announced it was 60, like a performance option, would you would it be a day one for you? Yes. I'm not saying day one, because there's, you know, I'll probably still be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake and stuff, and I'm, I'm not ruling it out. 
So I'm not ruling out that it'd be day one, but it'd be definitely on the, I'm going to play it if it was 60. When it's at 30, I'm not even entertaining it. I don't give a fuck. It's not getting played. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Luke, what about you, yeah. mate? What's your kind of um, knowledge of Dragon's Dogma and what do you think about the game or what you saw last night? Yeah, I played the original. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, wasn't as big of a fan as I think some people were back in the day like because mm-hmm. it wasn't very successful commercially but there no. was a big but it's got this cult following yes. it's a bit like Helldivers yeah. isn't it it's got yes. a cult following yeah, yeah very much so a uh, big cult following um, some people just absolutely adored it I didn't I wasn't quite that level but I did really enjoy it um, one of the ironically enough one of the things it was notorious for was it had really poor performance back in the day <laughs> there it is um, so there it is <laughs> um, I do find it funny that you know the, however many years later 13 years later or whatever it is the sequel is coming out and people are like oh it doesn't look like it performs very well <laughs> um, so um, and it, and it uh, you know it, um, it's really weird some of the showings of this game because some of the showings have what looks to be an unlocked frame rate uh, where it does go above 30, but it doesn't yeah. go that much above 30, and then it drops. Uh, and then some of the footage actually looks like it drops below 30 when things get mm-hmm. really intense. And look, it's a, I mean, it's a really good-looking game, um, uh, and it's got a lot going on in terms of NPCs and, you know, the pawn system, which is um, really cool. Not pornography, by the way. Let's I, I'm glad you um, cleared that up because yeah. that was my question. Good. Get, you got there before me. That's good. Yeah. yeah no. Moving on. Porn, like, Porn a, like a like a chessboard. <laughs> that that type, uh, not the not the better better type. Um, so. Um, I don't know. I may have made it. May have made it day one for me if yeah, it was well, a porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it. I mean, it's, it, there's a lot that goes on on screen. Uh, it's got a lot of really crazy uh, magic effects as well, um, and this showing i thought was really excellent um it just looks very very good um i'm lucky because i will be playing it on pc so provided the port is not a complete dramatic mess um i'll be playing it at least 60 um and i think like the the thing that always struck me back in the day and i i I totally get where you're coming from on it um is that if you ever played it and jamie i don't know if you played it but it's it's kind of like the combat is deliberately a bit clunky um not in a bad way necessarily or maybe for some people but you know i always liken it to to how monster hunter combat feels it's it's more responsive than that but it's deliberately you know it's it's made to feel a bit difficult um which is fine um but you kind of need to be as responsive as possible then in terms of frame rate um, an input latency and so when you have the combination of 30 and slightly clunky combat you know it doesn't you know the game back in the day didn't feel amazing to play even though the combat was very good so i'm really surprised that for this one they haven't really tried to target 60 as a baseline um, because it would just feel incredible i like i know this is going to play amazingly at 60 at 30 i yeah i don't know say if it was 30 regardless of where you played it would you yeah play it uh yes i would because i enjoyed it i, I played final fantasy 16 at 30 for example um that was mainly because brave man because the performance mode was just resolution was just atrocious on that on that yeah. game and I, I couldn't bear with 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 how um smeary it looked um and i you know what like for a 30 game 
I got through that and I still really enjoyed it. You know, I mm-hmm. d- did it begrudgingly, but I did it. Yeah. Um, Your so eyes I, bleeding every night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah going to yeah. sleep with just visions of choppy frame rates. <laughs> yeah. Um, Your dreams are fucking choppy, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I would, I, I enjoyed the first one enough and this one looks good uh, to, yeah. to the point where I would still play it. But I, I totally understand if people look at that and go, actually, you know what? If it's only going to be 30, I'm not, I'm not willing to play yeah. that. Particularly yeah. if you've not got any history with the original Dragon's Dogma, you know, you just did, you know. But I, like, I am. I think the reviews are going to be very high on this. I think it's yeah. a real critic darling type game. So, yeah, and it is worth noting, unless I'm mistaken, the thirties, the thirty FPS was more rumor than. Yeah, I think it was a, a comment, wasn't it, made by the director? It, it's not actually been confirmed. No, it's worth just keeping that in mind as well. Yeah. So, yeah, but either way, what we saw. Last night, I think looks it does look fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jamie? So we're not coming to you um, on, on oh, Darkest Dogma. Uh, I don't have much to say. In fairness, anyway, I've never I never played no. the original. Um, I think if I was going to play it, it would be down the line, and hopefully by the end they've implemented a sixty frames patch. Yep. So mm. if it if it does indeed become apparent that it is only running at thirty, um, and there are, there are just other games I'm trying to prioritize. That's it. That's it. And, and listen, I've I've said this recently, and I, I said this on on the last episode that you know one of the things that I'm certainly going to stop doing is automatically buying day one just because. Do you know what I mean? You can wait if you've got if you're if you're halfway in a game, you don't have to buy today, and that's the thing. And there's games you're going to wait for, and you know if Dragon's Dogma isn't going to be the performance you want, then wait and. Not to say it won't get patched in, it does happen. Um, so yeah, there's no there's no panic unless it's a game that you really want to play. So moving on, getting near the end. Um, Luke, you what's the words you used about half an hour ago? You said something. It was around Zone Sen Zero about how you're getting sort of fed up of these yeah. types of games, and I was gonna. I, I took a note to say, yeah, this is how I feel about Rise of Ronin. Um, I am so, so bored of the tropey Far East, ancient history of China, Japan, whatever. I'm sick of fucking every second game being Souls-like. I'm just like, ugh. And I haven't been interested in this game from the first time we saw it, when it was announced. And even last night, there was little bits that I liked. I I like the sort of mix between sword play and gunplay. I did quite like that. It's a bit different. Um, I liked some of the traversal. Looked good with the grapple hook, and then you're sort of you can obviously then um, not parachute but glide around. I thought, oh yeah, listen, that, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else, I'm just I'm so done with all these games looking the same. And I'll be honest with you, I I really hope that this, what we saw last night, was an old build because I thought the combat and animations were choppy as hell. Like, really choppy. And I'm like, this game, again, a bit like Dragon's Dogma, they come out in the same day. It's six, eight weeks away. It's March 22nd. This is not far away. And it looked really fucking choppy. So, I'm out. I'd see no reason that I'm going to be in on this for everything that I've just said. And I think if, if you're still in, great. Good for you. I think if you're on the fence, I don't know if last night sold it. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, Jamie, what about you? Where are you? What did you think last night? And where are you with this? Yeah, I, I never saw enough of it to um, to make me think. Oh, hey, I'm going to go and buy that. 
at launch. Um, again, a little bit like Dragon's Dog, but it's something that I may end up picking up at some point. Um, it looks a little bit like Sekiro Tsushima. It, it's almost got that. Yeah. There's there's a couple of... They've taken some ideas, I think, from a few different games and, and try to blend them all into one. I, I look, don't get me wrong, I think it looks alright, but not not alright enough for me to say, yeah, I'm going to get that on, on day one. Um, so yeah, it'll be on the back burner somewhere. Cool. Look... <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I think you know the answer. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think, um, I, like, I totally get the, you know, your views on it, Donny, because uh, I think that's that's entirely fair. Um, I think, yeah, Jamie, I, I saw someone refer to it as Sekiro of Tsushima, uh, which I thought was just, you know, the most apt thing you could say about the game because it does liberally borrow from both. Um, yeah. And I think... You know, if if you're not a fan of um, of uh, Souls-like combat, or rather Team Ninja's variation on that, you're probably not going to like this. Um, even though I think you can do, you know, there's going to be like stealth stuff that you can do as well. But yeah, um, I thought, yeah, combat-wise, love the look of this. Um, I think it looks really challenging, but um, good fun. Um, Team Ninja's recent stuff, story-wise, hasn't been very good, so I I can't say I'm expecting too much from it from that perspective. Um, it's certainly not going to be you know Ghost of Tsushima level narrative or anything like that. Um, it um, again, the footage was uh, open uncapped frame rate, so um, lots of dips. It was far higher than um, the previous game we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> was um but it was still a bit choppy um and but team ninja have always targeted 60 by and large so i suspect you know they'll, they'll probably get there but it might not be perfect performance again i'll probably pay, play it on pc because i think it's coming to pc day one um and yeah i mean apart from that i like i saw a lot of people criticizing the visuals and i i get that but i don't know what you expect from team ninja these days like they haven't pushed vid- visuals since ninja gaiden that was the last game okay right you, you know that was the last game where they were really pushing what they could do you know and, and that was a showpiece game so um i think it looks good enough it looks quite nice in some lighting conditions some environments it looks less good in others mm. um but yeah, it's not going to be a showpiece by any by any means. It's it's all all about the gameplay. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but I but I don't know. You know, same day as Dragon's Dogma two, and with everything that's coming out before, then I don't know if I'll pick it up day one either. I might do. I might not. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a thing. It's yeah. I just don't know. I don't know where this is going to land uh, score wise. There's times I think it's going to it's going to land at a seventy. There's times I think yeah. it might actually land at an eighty. It's a really tough one. Yeah, it's yep. a bit like Hell Divers, to be honest with you. I think it's <laughs> yep. similar. It goes up and down. Um, it's going to be interesting for sure. But you know, I think there's people there. If 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 they were all in, I don't think last night changed their mind for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up, we've got a bit of a surprise. Although the rumors came out about two days ago, which was a a, and we're going to call it a remake. We're going to call it a remaster. Looking. 
looking what they've added in, potentially remakes a better name for it, but Until Dawn is back. Um, it's Ballistic Moon, who were the former devs from Supermassive, obviously made the original Until, Until Dawn. They're making it. It's been rebuilt in UE5. It's got new improved animations, new locations, new interactions, collectibles, new lighting. It's got ray trace character shadows. It's got a new third-person camera. It's got 3D, opt- 3D audio, adaptive triggers, haptic feedback. There's, we've seen a few stills, comparison shots, and it does look fantastic. I never played Until Dawn because I'm a fucking shite bag. I think this looks great, and I am probably going to pick this up and put my big boy pants on. Because I like the fact that how much love's been put in this. The fact that it's, okay, it's Ballistic Moon, but it's super massive. Let's not beat around the bush. Um, and I can only imagine if this does well... I'm assuming Ballistic Moon will become the next PlayStation acquisition, you would think, um, as well. As my, because I know they were interested in buying Supermassive originally back back in day. So <laughs> yes, um, positive about this. I know some people oh, more remasters. Fuck off, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, looks great. Lot of love going into this. And did we get a date? No, we didn't get a date. Or didn't write it down anyway. I think. I think- just this year, it said. I'm sure it's yeah. 2024. Yeah. yeah, cool. Did either of you play Until Dawn? I pl- played some of it. I watched. Yeah, most I of played it. it um, played it at launch. Um, sorry, I interrupt. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I enjoyed Until Dawn. I thought. I mean, to be fair, Donnie, I know you're not a big horror fan. This is more of a a schlocky horror. It's more like a yeah. a teen yes. teen horror rather mm-hmm. than a a proper um, dark, like scary pants sweating horror. Um, I, I'm looking forward to the remaster or remake. I, I think I'm going to call it a remake because it's changing engine and things. Um, I think like it deserves being called a remake. I think yeah, so. I, I think, think so. The amount of work they're putting in it, I would call it a remake. Yeah. Um, because they're also changing, they're also adding or, or changing it up to a new third person perspective as well. Now the original game had this kind of more like it was more of a. Oh, fixed perspective, I think's the phrase. I think that's the type of like the old school Resident Evil. I could I could be wrong with that. I think maybe mm. the the camera maybe floats around a little bit more, but the 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 characters controlled and and the camera doesn't necessarily follow them around. Yeah. Right. Um. In the same way as it's maybe right behind them and as it would be in a third person. Mm. Um. So yeah, looking forward to it. Um. And it's one of those games that you can play it. Um, three or four different times and come away with different endings yes, or have different yes. outcomes and stuff like that. So it does have that replay- replayability um, as well. So yeah, I, I'll definitely be looking at that when it's when it's due out. Yeah, yeah. Yourself, Luke. Yeah, um, I will probably pick it up. Um, I think it's definitely remake territory. You know, as you say, from the the change of engine, pretty big visual upgrade. Albeit the original looked really good. The original was running on Decima. Um, and, uh, they've said, yeah, uh, change of camera. So it's, it's proper over the shoulder third person in this one. Oh, they seem to imply that. Um, whereas the other one was kind of, as Jamie said, it's not, it's like followed you about, it's a bit kind of old school fixed camera angles, and then it would also follow you. So, mm-hmm. um, that's interesting. They said new story content as well. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's a smart move actually, because, it was a very popular game back in the day. Uh, they're mm-hmm. ringing this one to PC as well. Uh, and it's one of those games that really attracts streamers. 
So, I was literally just going to say yeah. that even the original and the PS, like the PS4 version, still gets. Yeah, because I'm pretty confident in saying the PS4 version got a 60 FPS upgrade. I think so yeah, yeah, um, as well, and yeah, it's, it still looks incredible, yeah. um, even now, because that goddamn Decima engine, which I'm not sure we're away to talk about shortly. Um, <laughs> Set up nicely uh, there, boys. I like it. You're doing my <laughs> doing my job for me. Well done. Um, but no, you're absolutely right, Luke. It is very popular with streamers. All those kind of games typically are yeah. because they're yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, I think I'll definitely I'll definitely pick it up pick it up. Um it's it's the right kind of game to to bring back. Um so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course it coincides with the um announcement that a movie's coming as well, isn't it? So mm. um it's just mm. Sony flexing that multimedia Muscle that they've they told us that's the thing. Don't be surprised. I, I, again, I saw a bit of discourse about that. Oh, you know, but they they told you they're, they're going to do this. They told you they've got all this studio power. They've got all these backlogs of stories. They told you they're going to do this. Don't be surprised when they do. A couple of years' time during a state of play or a, or a so- Sony showcase, we're going to get a trailer for the Untold Dawn movie, and we're all going to moan. About the fact that this is a gaming showcase, why the fuck are you showing a movie trailer <laughs> like they did with the Gran Turismo? One? Yeah, Gran Turismo. Yeah, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, okay, you mentioned Decima Engine, and we saw Decima Engine at its full power when a certain game appeared with a nine-minute preview trailer, and Death Stranding Two, which we knew rumor-wise, was called On the Beach. I thought this was one of the best trailers I've ever seen. I thought it was absolutely incredible. And you can see where Hideo Kojima's got a bit of a hard-on for being a film director. And he's he's talked about that. He's made no secret about that. Because I thought this trailer, particularly the last 30 seconds to 30 to a minute, would have put most movie trailers to shame in terms of how it was cut. It was just fucking unbelievable. I can't actually contain my hype for this game. I <laughs> I still count Death Stranding as... I sometimes say it's the best game on PS4. Sometimes I do rein that in a little bit. But when I get on my high horse, I tell everyone it's the best game on PS4. Um, it is that fucking good. <laughs> So what you're saying is you're waiting for reviews then? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And besides, the the, uh, the reviews are a bit like Ken Levine. They uh, can do no wrong, so <laughs> it won't fucking matter anyway. But, um, oh my God, I just... I mean, he's he's lost his damn mind, for one. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the puppet... Yeah. Like, yeah. And I loved, I loved the little nod to um, to to God of War with um, Mimir. You know, yeah. yeah, it was such a nice little touch. That and I see he's tweeted out today saying that he's purposely made the puppet in a in a lower frame rate to represent like old movies and, and puppet movies. Mm-hmm. I thought just little touches like that, even though again it's fucking mental. You know this puppet thing, but it's just it's it's just Kojima, isn't it? I would say that one of the bit for me, what the trailer last night has done, and I hate myself for saying it because I know what I'm like. I need to. I've got a black a back a black log, Sorry, a backlog as um, long as my arm, um, and <laughs> it's made me want to download Death Stranding again, isn't it? Mm. And and play through it. 
mine is permanently on my PlayStation. Yeah, well, I never played the I never played the PS5 Director's Cut. Um, I think I played it on my PS4 Pro, and I don't think it was 60 frames at that point either. I think it was the the, it was it was like I got it at launch, so it was whatever it was running it at launch, Um, and. It was one of those games that I initially wasn't blown away with, but the more and more I played it, the, and and falling down that rabbit hole of um, putting your resources into building roads and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that little multiplayer, that weird oh multiplayer component god, where you're you all contributing. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, honestly, and it's it, honestly, um, <laughs> I actually found the the, the standard combat that again the combat got kind of maligned a wee bit at the start. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. I thought the combat was actually weirdly satisfying, you like see. smacking somebody across the face with your with your um, container had a weight to it and a, mm-hmm. and a punchiness. I, I really enjoyed it, and I felt like it was as a game as you went. The more and more you got into it, the more you were rewarded, and the game started opening up a lot more. And um, I, I, I'm terrible at completing games. I'm shocking at completing games. It's one of my 2024 New, New Year's resolutions: is I need to complete more games. <laughs> so. That's why I'm wanting to re-download Death Stranding on PS5 and play it at its peak. Nice. Um, okay, sorry, it's not a PC. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, I don't have a PC capable of playing Death Stranding, and uh, and actually play it and complete it and experience it because last night's trailer was was ace. Uh, yeah. And Kojima has absolutely lost his shit. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned combat there, which I think is a good point because I thought the trailer it looked like the game could be a bit more combat heavy. There was there yeah. was there was a lot of combat in it, but. Y- you didn't have to, if that makes sense. You could you could almost play the game passive to a degree, um, depending on how good you were. But I think there's going to be a lot more combat in this one for sure. Obviously, outside of the dream sequences, which obviously I won't spoil for you, Jamie. Um, with um, with uh, what's his name? Mads. Oh God, Mads, Mads. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that that that's how things um, remains to be seen. Um, Troy Baker. Uh, God love God, you, you you love to hate him, but you God love him. Is even from that trailer, his performance is just sublime, and I fucking hate giving <laughs> that guy credit, but he's so good. Don't care what anyone says, he's so fucking good. And the little Higgs reveal was was brilliant. This the sort of the Joker theme on his face, and yeah, um, I think Troy's gonna blow it out the park again. You think? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, no, I think he. Uh, I, well, I think. Uh, in the first game, I think um, he hammed it up quite a lot, deliberately, Troy Baker. Like, it's a very hammy performance in a good way. And this looks even more hammy, like just over-the-top, ridiculous yeah, villain stuff. Fuck, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's got a uh, gun that is a guitar that plays the first notes of, like, BB's theme and then shoots lightning by the looks lightning. of it. So um, it's is, just... Uh, and- and you mentioned that BB's theme, but it also looks as though that Lou could be in that mech that you were fighting. Is yeah, that what we're yeah, getting yeah, at? Yeah, because it, yeah, it makes it what makes, the fuck? It makes baby noises. Um, it does. But then you then saw the little clips, but maybe it's obviously like prequel footage as such with with them um, with him and Lou. You know, I, oh god, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, yeah. I think there's what's going on. There's some different all of that stuff where. Lou's kind of around and then some of the Higgs stuff he look it looks like it's as you say maybe early 
you know, early timeline stuff at least after the first game, but yeah. in terms of the scope of Death Stranding 2, you know, because be, he's, he's grey later on and looks older, so um, looks like it might follow him for a period of time. Um, yeah, I don't think it's set in one time zone like no. what number one is. I think it's, yeah, I think it's going to be, there's definitely, because I mean, my assumption was that Dakota Fanning was going to be Lou growing up. And to be fair, there's nothing to suggest that isn't the case. Yeah, I mean, it could, that was just my assumption. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, <laughs> just like the, you know, the 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 way that the first game ended was open enough that you could really go in lots of different places. Um, so it would, you know, I, I don't think loads of people. I mean, I certainly didn't really expect a sequel out of it. Um, Neither did I. So I, it's one of those ones I felt I felt it ended perfectly that we yeah. didn't need one yeah they didn't because it's then yeah sorry yeah no no yeah i, I agree that i don't think they they it ended in a way uh, a bit like the last of us part one right you could have just left it that i mean i'm glad in that game that they didn't but you you can just leave you know you could have left it there and you would have been a very satisfying story I, number I two doesn't need a sequel number one i disagree with you on <laughs> we don't need a part three and um, I, will, I will die on that hill we'll probably get one um but um <laughs> there's there's a there's a thread of pool down yeah <laughs> um but but yeah like i, I mean just I, I i was sat there um watching it because uh, i watched the state of play with my wife and she's a big death stranding fan as well so you should oh, play the good. first one start to finish. So when it came on, you know, we're both like, oh, Death Stranding's, you know, too, really looking forward to seeing this. And we were just kind of exclaiming every sort of 30 seconds or so about some absolutely <laughs> bonkers shit that was on yeah. the screen. And I, I, I remember saying, I was like, can you imagine like Sony come to Kojima and they're like, you know what? we want to fund a sequel to this. If you've got any ideas, you know, what have you got? And then Kojima just starts well. like, well, you know, I've got a stop motion puppet. Um, I've got a baby robot and I've got, you know, the, the George Miller is in it um, in terms of. Um, yeah. He's that like doctor. Yeah. 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 He's so that's whatever. His, um, yeah. That's George his model. Miller. What the yeah. Fuck? That's his model. As in Mad Max? Yes, George yeah. Miller. They, you, know, um, you know when Fragile um, with the hands over her mouth, you know when they're uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of whatever doing with the body, that's George Miller. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, so, uh, they're doing, he's doing the Guillermo del Toro thing where it's like the face yeah. and, and body uh, scan, but then the voice act is someone else. Um, so there's him. He had that weird like bat cat made of like yeah. like tar, the tar like the yeah. like the, uh, the, the uh, beach thing tar. Um, Fragile the hands, the hands when it yeah. was like interacting it was, and it lit our cigarette and you're like what yeah. The fuck and did are you see the picture us? on on Twitter as well that um, when she takes a puff of the cigarette, the smoke comes out. It looked like there were letters there initially, but someone zoomed Aww. in. It's actually small wisps of beached things that come out of the oh smoke. Oh my god! Um, oh, detail, like, like it's just it's just yeah. stuff like this. And I think what was really what I really liked about the trailer yesterday is when you, when at least on my feed, right? And I know that all feeds are like this, but on my feed, I saw a lot of people saying, "Look, I really didn't like the first game, or I, you know, I didn't really have any interest in playing it." But they saw that trailer and we're like this looks just so cool like something yep. totally different and just very interesting and i do think 
on your point, Donny, about combat, I think there looks looks like there's the much bigger emphasis on combat in this because not yeah. only this is the scene where he goes in his um, you know, his quarters and he's got a, a much wider variety guns. of weapons than you had in the first game, but also um, you know, uh, Higgs says a line about you know you using more sticks than ropes these days, you know, which is a, an mm -hmm. allegory to yes. to, to mm. weapons rather than the the equipment, so. Um, I think, and I always expected that, you know, that was one of the, and I like, like Jamie said, I like the combat in the first game. It's weirdly satisfying, but I think that was a criticism of the first game. So it didn't have enough combat necessarily or interesting enough combat to really, um, engage people who maybe didn't like the other stuff. So, um, I just, I super, I just can't, can't describe how excited I am about it. And, I know, uh, I know, it's it's madness. And in some of those, some of those backdrops that yeah, we the saw, there was one in the desert, yeah. one with yeah. the moon. I'm just <clears> like, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that ain't. I mean, it, um, you're assuming that Desma has been pushed to the limit, but maybe it's not. But fucking hell, you know, like you had uh, John Linneman. He was just waxing lyrical about it, much to the derision of the Hellblade fans. Do you know what I mean? I see that all fucking day. Yeah, yeah. But he was just so positive about the visuals. And, you know, you kind of trust these guys, don't we? Um, yeah, yeah, it just looks yeah. mad. I, th I think you've made a great point about, you know, like when Sony approached him, so you've got plans for a sequel. In truth, probably, he's probably the only man on the planet that could have made this game. I don't think anyone else gets, and I mean, when I say this game, I mean Death Stranding. Mm. I don't think anyone else in the planet would have got that game greenlit. No, I, no chance. I've always said this about Kojima, but Kojima is essentially the biggest funded independent developer there oh, will God ever I. be because mm -hmm. there is no way, like the the amount of, especially the first game, but the amount of risk that is in that project in terms of yeah. it's extremely high budget. It's, you know, very well-known actors. It has a gameplay loop which does not appeal to the masses generally. It's, you know, it's yep. it's it's very creative, very esoteric, a, a different type of experience. And um, you, like, there's no way that anybody else would be able to get that funded. Uh, I think no maybe, you know, it's... It, Probably Miyazaki from from software. I think that's the only other person that someone would hand a big amount of money to yeah. and go, you know yeah, what, just make make whatever you want. Um, yeah. So, uh, it, you know, it's it's a real testament. It be, because if you think about the story and the concepts in Death Stranding in terms of you know beach things and the chiral stuff and all everything, it is. Uh -huh it is so original it is not derivative in any way of anything else um and yeah. you have that with this as well so um i just yeah i just think it looks amazing visually and look i've played you know um cyberpunk path traced maxed out played alan wake path traced maxed out a higher settings you could go this is like up there as like one of the best looking things i've ever seen just from that footage yeah. alone um so uh yeah it, it's an incredible engine and um i think i think kojima productions in particular they 
they really blend like it's not just the engine doing the lifting it's it's the artwork as well like it's like it's yeah. super yeah. high quality artwork and just very and the music, and the music yeah it's ev- it's everything it's quite yeah. holistic yeah. so that's the one that's the one thing that you can't prepare for uh, i've spoke about this in the past I, I i i don't often shed a tear particularly a fucking video game but i spoke about this before when i when i when i played death stranding um apologies if anyone hear a dog barking by this my dog in the background um when i played death stranding there's a there's a scene at the start when the world kind of opens up um i'm not going to spoil it but when the when the music kicks in and it's a it's a band called low roar that yeah. plays a song low roar, yeah i i started crying and that scene walking down this this patch of grass going towards an incinerator and i was i got so taken up with the atmosphere and the emotion sitting there with my headphones on weeping like a fucking 12 year old child yeah. the the music from from the first game is just absolutely stunning low door um is it church it's churches yeah, as well, churches, yeah. as well. Yeah. glasgow yeah. band churches yeah. as well he's glasgow a massive band, he I, fucking loves that band as well yeah, he, he does, does yeah. advertise them um, all the time yep and um i think is it not one of the members of Loro passed away yeah, as well. Yeah, so I'm not sure they're going to feature yeah. on the yeah. Um, but the it's the, it's not just the it's the way it's the way the music kicks in yep. and, and and how it's presented and it, it, that's like kind of going what what you're saying, Luke. There, it's how Kojima games are put together and presented as an overall package. Mm. Now, I'm, I I'll be honest, like. I never played it. I've not played any of the, the Metal Gear games, which is why I'm kind of half looking forward mm-hmm. to the, the remakes that are coming in. Um, so Kojima, for me, um, I was I was super hyped for the Silent Hill game that we never, ever got. Yeah. <laughs> um, biggest travesty in gaming. Um, and I really enjoyed Death Stranding 2. Yeah, Death Stranding, of two? what I played two? of it. Sorry, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> sure. I'm, not an in, I'm, I'm not an insider. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have any mates at Sony. Um and uh, yeah, no, I mean, but he is so high concept that, as you say, the, the only person that would get this kind of game greenlit is called Kojima because he sells such a good yeah. overall package. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I am looking forward. To yeah, it. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm I am having to fight back starting a new game of Death Stranding because I do with my backlog and the games kind of run out. I do not need to start that game right now. <laughs> that is the fucking stupidest idea I have got, and I've got a lot of them in this dome of mine. And I am really tempted because I'm sitting thinking, oh yeah, I could, yeah, put the roads there, and oh yeah, oh yeah, my um, I could set that out there. Oh no, stop it, Donny, stop yeah. it. Yes, you don't need to fucking plan zip lines again, you know. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, just honestly, see when you start building zip lines, right? It is the most rewarding, most frustrating as well, but it's mm. the most rewarding. It's not a puzzle, but it kind of is. When you ah, get it, I think, ah. and when you manage to loop your way basically around the entire map, all on zip lines, that feeling is fucking amazing. You love it. <laughs> Trust me. It'll make sense when you do it. It's a great feeling. From mountain to land, how, it's great. I can't remember <laughs> how far I got. Um, I believe I unlocked the bike. Zip lines quite Which far in. You don't get yeah, that quite, a good one. Probably yeah. halfway through, nah. really. Yeah, zip lines are well nah. into it before you get that. Right, right. Because okay. when you start, it's, okay. in fact, because you you get into the mountain range and you've not unlocked the zip lines yet, so it's quite a mm. way away. Yeah, because those mm. mountain ranges, man, that's a tough section until you unlock the zip lines, and then right. it all becomes yeah, it just becomes so rewarding. <laughs> so again, it's mad. It's mad. But listen, I'm I'm glad we're all on the same page, and I must admit, um. The the Twitterverse today over this game has been unbelievable, unbelievable. Yep. Um, 
I'm fucking. I'm just so ecstatic for it. It's a shame. And it's I think not... this wee Alan Wake, this wee Alan Wake puppet is gonna absolutely <laughs> fucking win this game over. Like this. It'll be cool as fuck if it's as interactive as what Mimir is. Yeah, like, I, I love the bit really where it has cool. a. Where it has this wee reaction yeah, it's, and it hisses in the eyes go red. It's like some weird it's just so vampire horrible. at that point, isn't it? It's yeah. like, yeah, it's really it's cool. eyes go red, do not it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, elephants uh, as well. Yeah, it's, it's so fucking strange. Hell, I, I would die for that for that puppet man. <laughs> I'd absolutely die for him. Um, oh, God. I can't. Maybe that'll be the deluxe collector's edition when so. you buy that. You, oh, get, yeah. you get a little puppet. A, a little puppet. Yeah. <laughs> my mate got, the, my mate got the, the collector's edition of the original way and it come with that, it come with the, is it BB, the BB? Yeah. BB? Yeah, BB? Nice. Uh, thing. It was, he's got that sitting up on his, on his, on his wall. Like, uh, it's, it was, it was pretty smart. Like. What's quite cool is actually is the fact that, um, is that, he still carries the BB container, even though it's empty. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like it's a comfort thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a comfort thing. That's quite. That's quite a cool little touch. That. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad that you boys are. I mean, I get. I think you boys are mid on it. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. The pre-order button went live yesterday. <laughs> well, he had another surprise for us, did Kojima-san. Um, he also has a new IP, which he's calling game in um, an exclamation marks. He's, um, we don't know what this is, but he seems very excited for it. Um, we know we've got the, we've got the code name of Fizzant, whatever the fuck that means. Um, but this is this is exciting because obviously he's describing it as a new Metal Gear Solid in terms of you know wording. So that's what you're doing in your head. You're thinking Metal Gear Solid, but I it's not a coincidence for me when obviously the the drone shot came out when they were finishing up yesterday and they were in Columbia Studios, which obviously is Sony's own TV and, and movie studios. And he's speaking about this being a sort of a big media project. This isn't going to be a game that you just play beginning to end. This, this, this. There's something big about this. I think something really big going on behind the scenes with this. Years away, but this has got a lot of people excited for sure. Yeah, I used the phrase "next gen" as well. Now, I, I maybe misinterpreted that because I thought when he said "next gen" that he just he was using that as just an adjective to describe the fact that it's using cutting not cutting edge technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's used the phrase as well, using cutting edge technology, state of the art stuff, such and such. Um, but some folk are speculating that these mean in next gen, as in it's like going to be a PS six. Well, game. that's my assumption yeah, as well. I think it probably will. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think yeah. we see it in PS five for sure. No, PlayStation six confirmed then. Yeah, yeah, by me, pretty much. By, by me and Luke. You heard it here first. Me and Luke. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. So yeah, it's not not a lot to go on, but um, I this again, and and anything by by Kojima for me is exciting. I'm excited to see what OD is on Xbox as well. Mm-hmm. I want to know what that is because yeah. again, it sounds like that's not a game as such either. You know, there's there's more to that than meets the eye. Also, so I yeah, I think he's got he's got a lot of a lot of plates he's spinning at the moment. Mm, yeah, I think I got a slightly different interpretation of what he was saying. I mean, sometimes okay. K- Kojima's a bit... Um, oh, he knows what he's doing, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he kind mm. of just puts stuff out there and he doesn't. sometimes he doesn't really explain it. But I think my expectations of this are... I, I So, you know, when he spoke 
about um od on the xbox you know that was he very specifically said this is you know a smaller title it's very experimental it's a a different kind of experience um in terms of a a quote-unquote game right um and i think people knew that you know kind of pragmatically from um the fact that you know that started out as a a a stadia project that's what it was and um obviously that 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 didn't go anywhere and xbox seems to have picked it up and i'm really excited for that and it's but it's going to be something very different when he described this game you know first of all he was talking about well it's an action action espionage game so it's it's a metal gear type game that's what he's making but a new ip um but when he was talking about you know the cross media stuff or he was describing the game and he was saying oh yeah it's it's not just a game it's like a film we want to blur the lines he then followed that on by saying in he, listing out the ways and the ways he was uh the, the things that he was listing are things like the cast you know the design of the costumes the um you know the art and stuff like that so I, from my interpretation of that is he means that it's a it's a game that's extremely big budget that's trying to you know kind of blur the lines between game and film not that it's trying to be an experimental project that is you know you know it's not quantum break or something like that you know it's trying to use different forms of media uh to to you know integrate into the game although he may do that but i think this is a much more traditional game than um you know something like od i just think it will be something very big budget and that it will have you know a lot of cross-media stuff with it as well you know film etc but in the same way if you took that description that he did apart from the action espionage bit and the name you could apply that to death stranding right it's Mm. extremely big budget high you know um different unique costume design uh uh, high budget actors it's going cross media as well they're making a film so i expect this to be just you know it's a new ip from hideo kojima it's um, a metal gear solid spiritual successor effectively and that sony are going to give him a lot of money to make it and it's going to be next gen uh built on on new technology so i think that's my interpretation of it in any case if that's correct i'm extremely excited about that um people have been wanting kojima to make something like metal gear but you know he obviously had the fallout from konami can't make it and even when he was making metal gear 5 uh phantom pain in particular you know uh, even though that's a fantastic playing game amazing game yeah uh he he clearly was kind of a bit fed up with the franchise at that point understandably so because that's all he was really being given to make so um to have his in you know an interpretation of something completely new ip but in that genre i think it's going to be amazing and again like how many how many action stealth games do we get now like again Mm -hmm. they're they're quite a risky investment still so um but it's kojima so he'll keep hearing those 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 chalk talks about the um splinter cell revival but we don't ever we never see it coming you know it's never it's never it's been talked about for for years but we've not seen it a proper Um, a proper you know 200 million dollar splinter cell would be fucking unbelievable yeah it'd be fantastic you know everyone would want it eh? yeah but yeah. yeah It's yeah. just it's just the risk, isn't it? But yet you and, and can't see how it would sell. Yeah, 
if that was like, if if it was as easy as me saying those words, we would have one by mm-hmm. now. Yeah. What's exciting about this new IP is the fact that it is that it is a new IP, yeah. so we're right at the very start of that journey, yeah. which means that we're going to get more Kojima games for the next five, six years, because mm-hmm. it, it was almost as well as for the way he was talking about the fact that like, in two years' time that celebrates 40 years mm-hmm. I've worked in the game industry. Yeah. It was almost kind of like he was going to start thinking, mm, are you going to retire? I mean, he's not getting any younger. Get we do forget IP. that. He's not getting any younger, but he's these guys are in it for the long haul, man. These fucking, they just, it's not such thing as retiring at 65, you know what I mean? You make games, you make games, don't you? You know, so. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah. like, the way he was talking about this was he was like, I, he wanted this to be a culmination of all his time in gaming. Yes. So I, I think, you know, if he got to, let's say this game releases in 28, right? 29, something. He might decide, you know what? This is, that's it for me. And I went yeah. out on, on like an amazing project that I'd loved working yeah. on. But I think, again, he, he, I think you could take that phrase either way. You could say, well, maybe he's looking to finish up after this game, or maybe he's just saying, look, this is like a, an extremely big project for me because it's, it's, you know, the development's going to coincide with me having 40 years in gaming. So I really want to take everything that I've learned and make an, an incredible mm-hmm. new IP out of it. So either way, whether it's his last game or, you know, it's not his last game, I just can't wait to see it. Um, it's going to be a long time, but I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm sure Metal Gear Stranding will be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the ideas that I read about, and again, it's all rumor now, isn't it? Because we've never got the game. Um, it just goes, but this this is a very Kojima esque sort of thing that he would do. Allegedly, one of the ideas that had to unnerve players during Silent Hill was at the start of the game, or during at some point, you'd be prompted if you were happy to provide your mobile phone yeah. number. Um, and randomly through, when you're playing through the game, you would randomly receive real texts to your phone yeah. that would basically say all sorts of weird and wonderful shit to basically unnerve the player. There was all these kind of random ideas that he had, oh. and knowing how how much of a lunatic the guy is, that would that would he would have pulled that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there in the dark and your phone randomly starts <laughs> vibrating across the desk. Don't, don't. I'm getting the fear right away. <laughs> um, closing up, we got one little surprise as well, which I'm not going to lie to you, I'm annoyed about. And the reason I'm annoyed, boys and girls, is because there's a new state of play coming next week for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And the reason I'm annoyed is because I have watched fuck all. I don't need to see anything about Rebirth because I'm so excited. Don't yep. need to see any more. But the problem is that they've teased me because they said, and you'll see something exciting. And I'm like, but I want to know what the exciting thing is. So now I'm going to have to fucking watch it. So I'm not happy. Just turn away. Just, you know, listen to it and see. (laughs) Just listen. See if if you can hear the exciting thing. But yeah, I I was kind of like, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah, but then it's the tease of something exciting. Do you know what? I'm assuming there's something exciting because it's on at half past 11 UK time. We'll assume it's 20 minutes long. My assumption is that something exciting is 10 minutes later, the demo goes live. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that, for me, like that. makes perfect sense. Yeah. But we'll see. I've known to be wrong with my predictions. <coughs> Looking at you, Killzone. <laughs> <laughs> so, lads, um, kind of, you know, we've kind of gone through everything. Um, any kind of closing thoughts? That w- I wanted to pose a question to you. Because I'm a, something that annoyed me earlier on on looking on Twitter was I, I saw negativity that there was no first party content 
at last night's show. And it's, it's funny because I was sitting thinking, you know, like when, when I was watching it and I was writing my notes and I was typing in Discord and I was obviously watching watching what was going on in the screen and reading Twitter and, and posting tweets as well. And then obviously in our Discord in the PlayStation channel where everyone was buzzing. All I saw and all I felt was positive positivity everyone was really excited talking about this game that game and everyone was really hyped twitter was really hyped and there was this positivity and mm. i never once noticed the first part it was missing and nobody else mentioned it it's not until a certain other plastic box noticed and used it as ammo and i thought really really I find it all a little bit sad, the fact that no one, no one was bothered. Everyone was just so excited. Look at all these good games. Look at what we've just saw. There's three, four, five games there for most people probably. So, yeah. What about you guys? Mm. I mean, how, how did you feel about that and, and, kind of, and your overall thoughts? Didn't bother me in the slightest. Um, there's there's other games. There, there's so many games have been shown. Uh, there's there's so many games coming up. Sony have to keep something up their sleeve for like a, maybe a couple of months' time, maybe when they do a, a showcase. Um it didn't bother me at all in the slightest, and I think they've got plans. Um, I think there's still is there not something like oh, I could be wrong. Thirteen developers that haven't yet announced what they're working yeah. on. I could well, be most wrong of with them that yeah. uh, And and we're still to see like you know still to see things like Wolverine and all that, which obviously they provided you've ignored the the horrible the horrible data leak yeah. last earlier earlier in the year. Um, that. That'll get shown off at some point, yeah. whether it's this year. Concord I, I as would well. Much pref- yeah, yeah, totally. And I would much, I would, I would personally go down the route now of, I'd rather they showed us stuff later, when it was maybe closer to a reveal, eh, to a release rather, I should say, um, as opposed to giving us stuff that's CG, yeah. um, and features no gameplay, yeah. because what's the point of that? Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff we saw last night. Baron maybe Judas was gameplay. I don't think there was much in the way of just like mm-hmm. pre-rendered cutscenes. Yep. Um, so no, I would rather they they held, they held back. They got their they got what they they got enough content together to make a worthwhile state of play or showcase, and in that they're wanting to actually um, demonstrate gameplay and 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 uh, rather than CG trailers. And you look. Oh, it's it's exhausting, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I was know. waiting for you to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, you, you know, it's you just know it's coming um, yeah. as soon as it. And look, like I would would I have liked them to have shown some first party stuff. Some being the operative word here. Um, yes, you know, I would have liked to have seen Concord, for example, like just yes. something. Uh, was I expecting them to show? You know much in terms of first party not at all because it's not a showcase it's a state of play and Mm -hmm. if you do get first party stuff there it tends to be one or two things not you know here's our roadmap for the next five years Mm -hmm. uh and i get and i've done we've spoken about this before as well that we want a bit more of a first party roadmap just in terms of yeah you know bender working on x um sucker puncher working on y you know announcements uh, stuff like that. I think most people do. That's that's fine. But we're getting to a position now where every single time there's a state of play or any rumor of a showcase, it's like, you know, people come out of the woodwork and just start talking about, oh, yeah, but when are we going to see, you know, what's the point if they don't show us X or Y? 
And it's just really exhausting because, look, if you, you shouldn't, why do you care if you are on multiple platforms? Why does it matter? Because guess what? If, if PlayStation this year have one first party game, you know, like last year, you know, the, the biggest one was Spider-Man 2, right? There is, you know, Xbox have got lots of first party games coming this year and there's tons of third party games and there's all of this other stuff that will come out. So I don't understand. Why can't we just look at the games that are presented and be excited for those games? And there are a lot of games presented, some of them exclusive to Sony and some of them not. So why can't we just be excited about that? Um, And, you know, I, I I didn't come away from that showcase disappointed because I didn't see you know, something from Naughty Dog or, or whatever. I just came out of it thinking, oh, I'm really looking forward to, you know, Death Stranding 2 and all of these other games. You know, that's how I felt coming out of it. But then yeah, you, get, same. you get online and then it's just, there's just tons of, look, and it's not just on the PlayStation side. I mean, it happens everywhere, but there's just always tons of bad faith um, mm-hmm. actors that come out of this. And it has, you know, there has to be some bizarre, you know, give me a reason to play my PlayStation. Well, mm-hmm. like... I, I just it really, really, it's, just, it's like, you know, and it's always people that play, you know, that are kind of, you know, like a PC dominant or Xbox gamers that say that, give me something mm-hmm. to play on my PlayStation. You know, there's nothing to play. Well, of course not. You play all of, you know, it's not your platform. Yeah. You play all of your games on another platform. So you're only going to pick this up for a, exclusive titles. And if that's the case, then you're not, you know, there's going to be times, periods where you don't play this console. Uh, yeah anyway sorry for the rant but it's it's frustrating (laughs) it's really frustrating listening to it all um indeed indeed. i think i think you've hit the nail on the head there though luke to be fair because it is a a state of play it's not a showcase and if we look at this the 15 games or six 15 plus games that they showed i'm trying to count through i'm trying to count through them but um um, there's some of them not got the release dates listed on on the, the the document here but a good portion of the games that they showed last night are coming out within the next yeah, four months. Yeah. If you know, um, even the next two months, because you've got um, Dragon's Dogma and Rise of Ronin both launching on the same day in March. So, mm-hmm. and then you've got the Stellar Blades April, isn't yeah. it? May, April. Yeah. April. Um, Foam Stars, Dave the Diver are are, are going to be on April. PS Plus. Foam Stars is out this month. V V Ryzen don't think it doesn't have a release date. Uh, Hell Divers obviously next weekend. One of the VR games is next weekend. So there's it's a state of play for the short term, and bulk of these first party bangers are still are, are going to be I would say maybe a year or two away yep. yet. Um, so there's no point fanning about with first party stuff at the minute. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Well, gentlemen, that is the show. Thank you both very, very, very much again. And um, Jamie, sign us off with um, your social details. Um, So you can follow me on Twitter, um, FSakeJamie, or on Twitch, again, FSakeJamie. I stream occasionally a little bit of VR stuff on PSVR 2. I'll also be streaming a little game that's out next week called Helldivers. (laughs) Um, So going to be firing that up at some point. Nice. Um, And yeah. Hopefully with myself. (laughs) Well, you are absolutely more than welcome to join me. Um, Because remember, it's friendly fire, man, so I'm going to fucking, I'm going to shoot you (laughs) all night long. When you're on stream, you're getting blown to fuck. (laughs) 
Well, that's one of the you know, Luke, you touched upon it earlier on about how if it if it gets like a big traction and like, and I don't I don't mean to go back and revisit this already. I know we've talked about hell divers already, but it's that sort of chaos that yeah. is it, that is what makes a stream sometimes. It's just some random shit. So if if Donnie, you're we know how much of a shite bag you are. So like you pull down one of the stratagems, it's an aerial bombardment, and we're all caught up in it. You'll be running away, giggling away at yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, and absolutely, me. man. I'm going to be aiming for you, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to have that that unpredictability, shall we say? Yeah. Um, that that would set suit a stream well. So that's what we're aiming for next weekend. Anyway. Sounds good. Sounds good. And you, Luke, mate. Yeah, thank you for having me. Really, really uh, enjoyable as usual. Uh, yeah, follow me at LukeSteel90 on, on Twitter slash X. And uh, yeah, if there's any room in that, that Helldivers party, I'll uh, I'll partake. I'll be there. Yeah, because with, with it being cross-play um, yeah, cross as well, we can get yeah. it on Steam, yeah. So yeah. I'm assuming it'll be a case of signing up to Arrowhead's server, Thing, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm. I, I would imagine so. And then... Um, yeah, cool. We can sort oh out the dates. Oh, and thank you, thank you for having me on as well, Donnie. Oh, I realise I never come to you. Yeah, yeah. Right, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like I'm grateful shite like you. <laughs> <laughs> and on that happy note, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show and I hope you enjoyed the state of play as well. Reminder, this podcast comes out fortnightly, but you've still got the weekly Pure Dead Gaming Show on a Friday now at 9 o'clock and the monthly Pure Dead Xbox as well with Fauci and Beetlejuice. All right, guys, take care. Bye-bye.